right, it's another exciting episode of Adulting Poorly. As always, I'm your host, Mike Phipps, and today I have a special guest. This is for episode 33.5 with Olivia Phipps, that is my eight-year-old crazy lady. Today, we are going to be reviewing the movie Secret Life of Pets, as well as a meal that was just prepared by her mother. It is a salmon dish roasted with... Uh, lemon and garlic oh. salt with uh, wild rice. Not that tamed rice. It's crazy wild stuff. Yeah. Um, and that'll be it. So let's start with Secret Life of Pets 2. Now, for those of you who have not seen Secret Life of Pets 1 or 2, let me catch you up real fast. It is about animals that live in houses and the crazy stuff they do when their people leave, when their humans leave. In this specific uh, episode, or I guess you'd say um, version, movie, the they're introducing a new human, a baby, into the mix. So, and how they deal with that as far as uh, their lives dramatically changing. So, what was your assessment of the movie? So, for, number, for starters... What does assessment mean? <laughs> Grade, um, how did you think it went? Um, so how did I think it went? It was um, a little sad. Um, it had a little agility to it. Um, the sad part was Max had to go in a cone, and he had, to, but he itched the cone even though he itched the cone even though he couldn't reach the spot that he needed to itch. Now he was itching because of what? He had a nervous twitch. That was brought on because he was so worried about the baby out in the world now that he started to get a tick and everything was bothering him. It was making him crazy, so he gave him a nervous, yeah, nervous tick. Um, another, my favorite, and my favorite character was the monkey. Even though if he's evil, I just like him because he's um, a distinctive character with lots, he's an iconic character with, um, who is like, who is very realistic and stuff, and like he's very smart when he looks dumb. So, for an example, when like, when like the super fluff guy, like we're just gonna call him Flufffoot. Captain Fluffy. Captain Fluffy, when he comes. Or is it Captain Snowball? Captain, it's Captain Snowball. Yeah, it's Captain yeah. Snowball. When Captain Snowball is cornered as the monkey, and there's lots of baseball bats around him. He like he looks like he's innocent, and then he takes one, and he looks and he has like that sinister smile on his face, and whacks the bunny away. I don't know if I would call him iconic because iconic means that he's bigger than the brand or bigger than a lot of people would put it. King Kong is iconic, like he's gone through the ages of being something that everyone knows. He's an icon. Elvis, Prince, those are icons. Well, everybody knows a monkey. A monkey, not this monkey. So you're saying monkeys in general are iconic, and he per like he portrays an evil monkey very well. Mm-hmm. That's little Sergey, right? Yeah. Little Sergey. Okay. Um, my favorite character is Rooster. Rooster, the dog, voiced by Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm. Just because he's got no nonsense, crazy tough. It calls it like it is. 
kind of knows the way of the world better than everyone else and teaches Max that sometimes you just got to let stuff happen and you'll learn from it. And what he said in the movie is that, you know how many times I shoot a wire? Max said multiple, but he said one Mm because he learned never to shoot a wire ever again. Exactly. And my other favorite character is Captain Snowball because to me, he's like the dumbest character ever. Ever. Because he, like, he's not thinking twice about anything. Mm-mm. Anything. He doesn't think anything through, does he? He's all action. Uh-huh. All talk. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. No brains. No brains at all. Okay. So would you give it a thumbs up or thumbs down? How do you like the actual story itself? I like it. I really like it. You like the story? Mm. Is that a good middle, beginning, and end? Mm-hmm. 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 Pushed through the fourth wall fairly well, did it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Do you even know what that means? No. Okay, good. Um, yeah, good story. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Louis C.K. had to be replaced by Patton Oswalt uh, for obvious reasons. Um, and it's a very cute story. It's definitely likable for adults and children alike. Um, what was your one favorite part? My one favorite favorite part um, is when how... Rooster like stares like like nothing happened. Um, when he says that he chewed the wire. That was your favorite part. Yeah. The whole movie. Plus the farts. I was gonna say the farts. Come on now. <laughs> fart scenes. So you're gonna give it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. You give it like a five fart blessing out of ten. Uh-huh. Or you give it a ten fart blessing. A ten fart blessing. Ten fart blessing. That's pretty hardcore. Uh. Also, what do you think about the new Woodenville Theater? Do you like that one? Because it's got the retractable chairs. Yeah, I really like it. Mm. You know what I didn't like about the movie? What? That kid sitting next to me was farting on me the whole time. <laughs> it's horrible. That was me. That was you? I then think there was it was. two kids farting on me. Because the one on the other side of me was doing it too. Ah. And he was coming at me guns hot. Like he had his oh. butt aimed at me. Anyway. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I too, I'll give it like a, I'll give it a six fart review. I think it's a cute movie. Um, it, you kind of knew what was going to happen. It was pretty pedestrian as far as the storyline is concerned. Nothing blew you away. It's not like watching the movie Up or Wonder Park. Wonder Park, I think your mom needs to watch it, but there's some things I have questions on with that one. Oh, uh, and what else I like is that, um, is that like when like Rooster tells Max to face his fears and he doesn't, which is a really brave thing to do. It is brave. What do you tell him? The first thing about being brave is what? Pretend that you are brave. Acting like you're brave. Yep. All right. Can we talk about Wonder Park real quick before we get into that? Yeah. I'm not going to go a lot into Wonder Park because it's been a while since you saw it, like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot to recover. But I just want to talk about one thing at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. So the mom gets sick, right? Uh-huh. And then they just send her away. Where else does... Where, when does that happen? When does it happen that you just... You send someone away when they're sick? Like, you don't go to the hospital with them. You don't do anything. You just send them to some kind of... That sanitarium. I don't know even what to call it. They did not 
they, they did not, like, where did she go? Where did she go? Well, they don't talk about it at all. They just talk about that she got sick. Not how she got sick, why she got sick, where they sent her, how long she was gone. They sent her away when she was a little girl, and then she comes back when she's almost, what, a teenager? Um, actually, she's still the same age, but, like, when her, when the problem's done, every, she comes back, which makes no sense. Mm. Not at mm. all. I don't think it made a lot of sense either. Crazy good movie, though. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Just, there's some plot holes. Like, is she getting off the sauce? I don't know. I don't know her business, because they don't tell us. All right. Now, let's get into this meal, okay? Tell me about it. So, the sandwich was very lemony in some parts, which I liked about it. It had a bright flavor, but the sandwich did not, so the lemon really helped it. Um, I couldn't really taste the other seasonings, and I couldn't taste the salt. I still liked it. The wild rice was really good because, but first it was bland a little and then my mom added some lemon and it was really good. So what I'm getting is that you like lemon a lot. Yep. Okay. So I can taste the other flavors in there. I thought with salmon, you've got to be really delicate. You've got to let the fish talk, which is funny because fish don't usually talk, right? Yeah. But in this case, you're letting the flavor of the fish do the talking. Hey, fishy, where are you from? I'm from Alaska, and I taste delicious. Yeah, pretty good. Um, I would have gone heavy on the butter. Your mom doesn't do that because she's being smart about what we eat, where I'm not being smart about what we eat. Uh, Very good flavor. Like, your mom pulled all of the salmon flavor to the front and had that, um, just a little bit of that garlic salt on there. And then the lemon, I think, was a really good complement to the actual salmon flavor which I think is what you were trying to say but it brightens it up a bit so you get that citrus note that cuts through the natural fat of the salmon delicious that's super good those things by the way those two flavors together are iconic boom callback came all the way back full circle yeah I agree with you it was delicious now the wild rice had what's up there what you doing? Um, what you doing, Flippy? I accidentally knocked over my root beer lip balm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'll back up again before you got all flippy with your lip balm there. <laughs> I liked wild rice a lot. It had a lot of flavor, more than I thought it was going to have. Usually with wild rice, you get more of the texture of the rice than you do actual flavor. She kicked in a lot of garlic and then seasoned it, I would say perfectly because it wasn't over the top like I do like I put a ton of salt and everything else in there and it's almost overbearing this was more about the rice and good flavor notes behind it also threw in some chicken stock let it soak that up so it actually was a little bit less dry you know what I mean had some moisture to it the two mixed together great combination what are you doing over there are you just gonna sniff that (laughs) you wanna sniff it, it smells exactly like root beer. root beer. Yeah. It makes me kind of want a root beer, but I don't. <laughs> I want a root beer. Okay, now, for des- <coughs> for dessert, you had what? Um, two junior mints. Two junior mints. And that didn't go with your meal at all, did it? Nope. Super gross. <laughs> all right. Next time, we'll do a full review of Wonder Park, not just a small one. Okay. 
If we watch it again. If we watch it again. Chances are we're going to watch it again. And then you and I will watch Deadpool together and we'll do one of these. (laughs) (laughs) No, we won't. I would would say one of the swear words. No. No, you cannot. (laughs) Yes, I would. You are not allowed to do that. (laughs) All right. So that is Mike and Olivia signing off on episode 33.5. High five. Good job. Plus another swear word. Alright, welcome to another episode of Adulting Poorly. I'm here with my pint-sized host, my compadre, my little homie, Olivia. And today we're going to be doing a review of the movie we just watched, which is Spider-Man Far From Home. So first, a little background. We've only done a couple of these before. I actually think we did the other Spider-Man movie before, but not a big deal. Looking at it... Okay, let's first talk about the storyline. Okay, Spider-Man, this is after the whole Tony Stark, Avengers, Endgame. He's dead now. Peter Parker is going to be running everything because he's literally the only Avenger left, whatever maybe, And he's struggling with who he is as a person. And he goes on this trip with his classmates and then what happens? So, what happens is that there's, like, this new guy named Mysterio, also known as Mr. Beck? Beck. Quentin Beck. Yeah. And he's trying to make the world believe that he's the strongest superhero, but he's not... And he's trying to do that with, like, other people and made illusions that Peter Parker. We're supposed to say spoiler alert. If you haven't seen the movie yet, spoiler alert, Mysterio's not a good dude. In mm-hmm. fact, he's a very bad dude. Mm-hmm. And he uses this fake power that he has in order to create illusions that everyone believes are these giant elemental beings that are taking over or trying to destroy the earth and the reality is it's just a combination of fire water wind earth those four so peter struggles with not um wanting to be the Adventures, basically. He wants to be what? He just wants to be a kid, right? He yeah. just wants to hang out with this girl that he likes. He doesn't want to have to fight elemental beings. He doesn't want to have to do anything. So he gives all of the technology and everything that Tony left him to Mysterio, thinking he's a good dude, which turns out not to be the case, right? Mm-hmm. So what was your favorite part of the movie? My favorite part of the movie is the whole entire thing. The part I can't tell you about. Well, you kind of did already. We've pretty much given away the whole movie. We've already said spoiler alerts. Well, I can't tell you about the ending. Okay. Uh, Then what's your favorite part besides the ending? Well, I liked the whole movie in general. You didn't think it was like... Too much. The storyline was kind of all over the place. Anything like that? 
Well, it's just, to me, this guy shows up and it just adds a little pizzazz. Pizzazz? <laughs> to the story? Yeah. Uh-huh. Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio has pizzazz to the story. Um, what'd you think about the whole inner struggle for Peter? Am I just a kid? Am I an Avenger? Am I just your local, you know, Spider-Man? Well, I bet his struggle was... Who is this guy and who am I? Should I give... This to this guy. Um, do I trust him? Like, oh, I bet that was his struggle. That's a big struggle, right? That's too much. Um, my favorite part is when Flash gets punched in the nuts at the train station. That's my favorite part of the entire movie. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only because if you know anything about the comics long term... Flash is just the worst person ever. He treats yeah. Peter like garbage, always has, but he loves Spider-Man for some reason. It's amazing. Um, I thought, though, the special effects in this one were mind-blowing. I mean, I thought Endgame and the other ones that they've made, even like Aquaman, the special effects in this were unparalleled as far as what they've done in the past. Yeah, um... When I saw like the previews, mm-hmm. it said it said like this, like like Spain something, and I didn't know there was like a Spain part in the movie. Right. So they filmed in Spain. They filmed in. Um, but it. But what was weird that it didn't said London. Yeah, they did. They filmed in London. They filmed in Spain. They filmed in Prague. They filmed but in. They didn't. But they didn't Italy. say, like, the London thing. They did. Yeah, remember when they were going to Heathrow? That's no. the airport there. No, like, when it said, like, in the preview, Spain something, I was looking for London something, but I didn't see that. So I was like... Oh, okay. Yeah, because the movie was supposed to be... The main part of the movie was just the fact that they were going to Europe. So if you look at Europe, you've got all the countries that are there. So... It's kind of like the United States, but with real history. Okay, enough with the geography. Oh, excuse me. Geography. Excuse me for getting very uh, technical on your (laughs) summer break. Um, (laughs) Is there anything you wish you thought they should have done differently in the movie? Um, I wish that they would change um, that, like, that, like, People like that um, Flash. Mm-hmm. I wish they would change that he's like a little smart. I just want. I wish he would just be full on dumb. Oh, you you don't want you just want to be super stupid throughout the whole movie, yeah. not be smart a little bit. Yeah. Um. In, like, the comics and everything else, Flash has always been a football jock, so this is kind of an interesting twist on him. Normally, he is a stupider character. In this case, he's a mathlete. Um, I'm not upset with that. I, I think that the fact that he's still a jerk mm-hmm. fits the character. Uh, I kind of wish they would have gone into more about the whole 
Peter Tingle, the spider senses. <laughs> like, was he having a problem with them where they weren't working correctly? They just kind of brushed over that and then brought it back later on in the movie. All in all, though, really good movie. Really good movie. Mm-hmm. Cool ending. Can't give it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, kind of the two extra stories were kind of cool. So, I give it a thumbs up. What about you? I give it... Uh, not that. that not, just, that's not two farts up? No. That's not a big, like, that's your, no. that's your, give it two a big th- fart up. Two toots up? No. Two, two toots up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. This has been our review of Spider-Man Far From Home. Thanks everyone for listening, as always, with my partner. Mm-hmm. And so on and so on, and... The two farts up doesn't mean it's not garbage. It means that it's amazing. (laughs) Two farts means it's amazing. You heard it here, folks. Mm -hmm. All right, until next time, thanks for listening.